from Love Wrestling. It's been hey, a handsome gentleman. It's good to see you. Beautiful man. I'm good. Spencer Love. And you know, and, and a beautiful foster fail puppy. Oh, I love it. Right? Ah, he's the sweetest. So he'll he'll be hopping in. He gets very, very distracted when I'm uh when I'm hopped on. But to be honest with you, like we know what the draw is here. It ain't me. So meet yeah. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> I so first of all, thanks for joining us. Uh you and I you and I have a very uh funny history. Um we, we met while meeting Sean at SummerSlam in 2019. Uh thanks for grabbing a photo of us. A <laughs> photo of you too. Uh <laughs> You're, you've had such a, a, an interesting kind of movement through the professional wrestling world. And now with Love Wrestling, uh, as a wrestling promotion, it's completely different from when I met you and you were doing more interview and media-based uh, programming. Talk to yeah. me about the decision you made to go into running shows. Man, in, in the best of ways, I sort of fell into it, for lack of a better way to put it. Like, I'm really trying to avoid the phrase, but I can't put it any better than, like, I just friggin' love professional wrestling in any way that I can be involved with it, uh, outside of actually wrestling myself. Um, like, consider me in, for lack of a better way. So, like, the content end of things, for me, was just a very... Uh, not easy, but for me, the easiest uh, route to get into professional wrestling, whether it be covering the WWE or like local podcast stuff like that. And just through that, you start to build relationships. Right. And that's been my favorite part of pro wrestling, whether on the content or the uh, or the live event side. So uh, we started Love Wrestling after we folded my previous site that started in 2021. And then October of 2021, we just sort of again, in the best of ways, fell into a couple of sponsors and a couple of individuals here with uh, a local promotion that just wanted to run a show. So uh, here we are. I got the bug after that. We started sourcing. Uh, some personal life stuff sort of fell apart so that this could fall together, come together. There we go. Um, so uh, here we are. We've been running consistently since March of 2022. We've got a show exactly nine days from now, exactly eight days from now. We're running twice monthly now, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, like you said, it's a, it, it's a bit of an interesting route because for my end of things, Joel, like none of it was planned out to end up like this, you know? And, and on top of that, you've seen a lot of success uh, partnering with the rec room in Edmonton. Um, how did the deal come about? I mean, clearly there's there's been a successful run of shows. So what uh, what got you guys to that deal and your relationship with the rec room? Dude, you don't do anything great without luck. You really don't. And uh, to be honest with you, I am very, very lucky that I know great people. Um, because frankly, our deal with the rec room came about because of one of the guys that we're working with. So um, that came about, like I said, uh, about November, or November uh, September of 2021. And then in November after that, after the success that we did have with that first show, um, it just was a natural fit after that. The show itself was great. We did really well for ticket sales, um, albeit while the Omicron variant or whichever variant at that point was kicking up. Um, so did well on ticket sales, proved we were able to run like a safe event during that. Numbers kicked up a little bit more, so we didn't end up kicking off the official contract until March. But uh, it was pretty quick after that that we locked in for 2023 and uh Frankly, like nothing's official, but the longer we can keep running there, it's such a great venue. It's got a bunch of great people in the management, the staff and everything in between. And it's just cool as shit as far as it goes for like an actual show experience itself. Like 
a lot of pro wrestling shows, you don't really get that tiered venue and you don't really get sort of that 360 view, that real like theater in the round feel for it. So it's, uh, I, I really love running there, but to be honest with you, man, like it ain't any skill on my end as far as that goes. That one was all luck. What's been the most difficult part to running everything for you? Journalists, man. <laughs> the dirt shoes. Fair, fair. Honestly, fair. honestly, you know what? It's it, it's so cool to get to say um, because the biggest issues that we've really run into have been like logistical shit, which is a problem. Like when flights get canceled the day before and stuff like that, it sucks. But coming into it, man, like you hear about the politics, and I'm sure all of us have seen some level of evidence of the politics in pro wrestling and. Uh, maybe the personalities clashing and um, knock on wood. We, we really haven't experienced that in a lot of ways. We're really, really proud of not just the show, but the locker room we've got. Everybody is there to uh, not just get themselves over brother, brother, but like put on the best possible show. And they're all pushing each other to have the best match of the night, not in any sort of malicious competition, but in a really positive, uplifting, I know I'm cheesy as all hell, but like a really positive, uplifting way with it, which um, frankly, I think is most, if not every promoter's biggest, rip, stop eating plastic. Um, every, uh, every promoter's biggest concern is, you know, you can look at pretty well any roster, you know, you're talking on collision prior to this, you asshole, I'm plugging everything. Um, but uh you, you talk about collision, a lot of the rumors out there, it's starting because personalities are clashing, clashing backstage. Really, really lucky that we haven't had that on our end. I was going to ask, does that mean that uh, Love Pro Wrestling is going to start a second a second show? Hate Pro Wrestling, yeah, our offshoot brand. It's going to be the, the darker, edgier. It'll be like that third hour of Raw. Can you make that your Halloween show? You rebrand for the night to hate Pro Wrestling and everything is just like dark and brooding? I think that'd be excellent. I actually think it'd be excellent. It'd be really fun to do just dumb stuff like that. To be honest with you, like silly as it might sound, but that's been my favorite part of pro wrestling is just diving more into that sort of like dumb, wacky stuff. Like we did a show last month that featured a full-on tax evaluation segment, which if you had told me two years ago we were going to do, I would have looked at you and said, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard, but it rocked. It was awesome. And getting to dive into like that, just i can't put it any better the wackiness of professional wrestling it's the shit i mean wrestling you can for better or worse kind of get away with anything and just it's chalked up to hey it's pro wrestling so uh don't give joe pearl any credit for uh hate pro wrestling by the way just do it claim it was all your idea and oh yeah i've actually so i'm i'm filing the trademark as we speak there we go see give give joe pearl absolutely nothing and we can learn what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. These independent contractors file your paperwork early. <laughs> we can blame uh, like JPJ and that that's the reason you need to have the brand split because you know, the, those two are just the, the, the two, the two beards just yeah, they're volatile causing too much that's, trouble. That's exactly yeah. what it is. 
It's so, the exactly. mega powers colliding, but I don't think either of them are racist, which is nice. <laughs> that's the, that's, 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 that's good. Help. Uh, and that's actually that's that's the kind of what's that, that's why I find love for wrestling so interesting in that you're running two very different businesses with very different people. You have your professional wrestling show that you're running now to what you said twice a month. And yep. you've also got these other shows that are running on Twitch and YouTube under the love, the love wrestling banner that are talking about the, the wrestling content that we see on TV uh, and also interviews and things like that. How do you find the split? Like, how do you, how do you find that hard split between what you're doing with love pro wrestling, a wrestling company and talking about the what's out there on TV right now, wrestling commentary from some of the contributors to, to love wrestling. It's been easier than I thought it would be, to be honest with you, because like you guys just know me at this point, to be honest with you, like, man, I don't like making people upset. I don't like bringing negativity to shit and like pro wrestling, not a hundred percent of everything is great, but on the media end of things and on the personal relationship end with love pro wrestling, like, uh, those relationships with media are fundamental for us, right? So the last thing I want to be doing is running a professional wrestling show and then hopping on a stream and completely shitting on, you know, another promotion show or someone we're trying to book, whatever that might be. Um, but I do think that Love Wrestling just foundationally, really, and we lucked into this as well, too, but, like, we really, really try and uh, skew positively with everything, even the review shows and that sort of stuff that we've done since the jump. Like, yeah, there's going to be stuff we don't like. And I've certainly gone off and everybody's certainly gone off once or twice on, you know, whatever storyline or, or whatever it may be uh, they didn't like. But like, I've always found if you're respectful, you're honest, you're open and you approach things from a place of kindness, that sort of stuff isn't an issue. So as long as I'm not sitting here saying, I hate Dom Mysterio, the guy can't work, he's terrible. No, if I don't like that previously, then you're respectful in your critiques. And hey, Watch out. I don't watch know. Out. Our paywall is there for a reason for Alex. I'll ask you to say those things. Okay? Power grabs. That's, I, I, cut, I cut myself off before uh, before the royalties would have kicked in. We're all, we're all good there. But, like, that's uh, that's sort of been my modus operandi. And, and the nice thing is, is it's it's thus far, knock on wood, it's, it seemed to work out well. I like talking wrestling with my friends. It's fun to hop on after a pay-per-view. It's fun to book wrestling shows. And I find that if if you can sort of walk that line and approach shit with kindness, it's, it's, it's a fairly easy line to walk, I think. Pulowski would be a tremendous heel and then love pro wrestling, just trying to bury everything. And then he just kicked in the head. Just He's kicking our hate pro, wrestling, hate pro wrestling commissioner, Alex Pulowski. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Alex Pulaski a payday here. So Love Pro Wrestling has a, a great group that comes in and, and works hard. Uh, a lot of wrestlers and, and crew. On the wrestler side, uh, who would you love to see come in and, and work a shot with Love Wrestling? There are a lot of people. There really, really are. Like the Canadian Indies, Joel, I'm preaching to the choir here, man. But like, it's, it's, it's better than ever. I really don't have a better way to put it. Um. People that I haven't worked with yet, uh, I'd like to get uh, Fight or Flight in. We worked with Von Vertigo about a year ago at this point. Him and Fuerza would be an absolute blast. I love them. Uh, Judas Icarus out of BC. Like, just honestly, we have tried to a couple of times and dates just haven't worked out. Would love to work with him. Uh, Alexia Nicole, she actually was here. We, uh, we had her slated to be on commentary for our first show because she was still uh, recovering from her shoulder surgery. Love to have her out here, Speedball Mike Bailey, but I'm pretty sure 
You can ask any promoter that and just put that in the liner notes at this point. Uh, and then to be honest with you, um, I really want to have Casanova Productions out here. I just love them. And uh, TDT, there's some great tag teams out there in uh, in Quebec right now. So, yeah, to be honest with you, though, there 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 aren't many people that I wouldn't want to work with on the Canadian Indies right now. It's uh, a really, really great time for above the 49th right now. Yeah, at this point, you're just going to be chartering a plane going from the East Coast, picking up people along the way, coming to work a show. Why not? We'll get a bus going like Almost Famous. It'll be oh, great. It'll be like the uh, it'll be like the the reservation tours that uh, Rhino and and uh, Ed Christian. <laughs> I'll reach out to I'll reach out to I was just gonna say I'll reach out to Tony Condello and get some advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CJ will have all the answers for you there. Oh, we're good to go as far as that goes. I'll just send a, send a little note to old TC. <laughs> What are some of your goals when it comes to, to love wrestling, the short-term or long-term goals? To be honest with you, man, my, my only long-term goal in professional wrestling, speaking for myself personally, is uh, I want pro wrestling to pay the bills, to be blunt with it. Like, whether that's running shows specifically, the content end, the combination, everything in between. Like I said, man, I'm, I am open for business on everything other than actually professional wrestling myself. No one wants that. I will be like the opposite of a draw. I don't know what you like. I'll be a turnaway, I suppose. Um, but other than that, like that's that's really the long term goal. Now, saying that, it's not like I don't have any other ones. Um, I do want to start running more consistently, not just outside of the rec room, but hopefully outside of Edmonton. Maybe start to do some more uh, unique events. I love doing the small towns, but I'd love to go out and be doing stuff at you know, speaking for Edmonton specifically, say Edmonton Folk Fest or at the Calgary Stampede or, or stuff like that. I really love the idea of bringing wrestling to where you really wouldn't expect to see it. Um, and I want to continue to just grow as a promotion. I know that's a very uh, general statement for it, but um, I'd love to run a bigger venue. I'd love to be able to bring in some of those names I was just talking about, maybe start to bring in some folks that are maybe currently contracted. We're, we're really, really privileged to have the chance to work with Chelsea Green last year and Willow Nightingale and their time prior to going back to WWE and signing with AEW. But it'd be really, really cool for us to be able to bring in like uh, uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, like cool hand, it'd be great to have here, right? Um, bringing in people that maybe were huge players on the Canadian Indies a few years ago that uh, could use a bit of a homecoming. So that's really about it on the promotional end, on the content end, man. I just want to do, you know, and I've, I've <laughs> credited you with this a ton, Jer, but like, I just want to do dope shit with cool people. <laughs> that's pretty well it. I can't remember. It was probably one of those streams that I crashed while I was living in one of my old houses, but uh, that stuck with me, man. And, and it's, it's really sort of applied excuse me as i knock my microphone over uh it, it's really sort of applied to everything i've chased over the last little bit so there you go there's your there's your little put over i got joel Look earlier on <laughs> inspire people with my words inspire send this to people. sean when you're asking for the next raise too yeah see well, playing three be. sides look at me winning 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 <laughs> that'll probably be tomorrow at this rate <laughs> the way things are going i'm gonna ask for another raise yes i like, i said that a long time ago like when it comes to this i just like doing dope shit with my friends yeah i like to have fun with my friends uh, and you know, money is, is nice and everything. But if I can just banter, talk, talk wrestling, uh, talk not wrestling with my friends and just have fun. I feel like that's a, it's a good, good goal to have. And then sometimes money comes along with that. Uh, you mentioned, you know, you don't want to wrestle, but have you taken a bump? Will you take a bump? Yes, actually I'll, uh, I'll send you a clip here. I'll slide into your DMS after this uh, a couple of years ago. Cause like, I, I want to learn how to do it. I just, I, I don't, 
I just don't want to, to be honest. Um, but I was out a couple of years ago doing like some roll drills and stuff like that. And uh, Michael Richard Blaze, who if you guys are watching this and you haven't checked him out, you're, you're missing out on one of the best professional wrestlers in the world by my money and one of the best people. Um, but quite literally, there's no one else I'd trust doing this. But uh, he, I finished rolling through and he grabbed me by the neck and he said, keep your chin tucked. And I said, okay. And he hit me with a brain buster. And that's the only like official bump I've ever taken. <laughs> Hell of a bump. So, yeah, really. There you go. That's exactly, to be honest, that's where, so love pro wrestling and shout out to Alley Cat here, one of our local breweries. They sponsor a beer for us and that's LPW Brain Buster Brew. And that's where it came from. Nice. I didn't know that you guys had a beer going. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you next month. Correct. Uh, forbidden door yeah that's yes. the plan yeah gorgeous well i will do whatever i can to be able to get you some uh, lpw brain buster brew in the old oh carry-on suitcase because yeah again it's it's just very very cool and we we talk often about the wrestling community but personally the community of edmonton alberta like we wouldn't be doing some of the cool shit we're doing without them you mentioned the rec room alley cat's been great to us all of our sponsors are locally based which is really important to me um Obviously, you want to support as many individuals as you can, but when you've got the chance to support your hometown, great. And the fact that they've supported us so wholeheartedly is uh, unbelievable in the most literal sense of the word sometimes. <laughs> Have you had a chance to connect with other promoters who are maybe in the area or just like in Canada and maybe pick their brain that you could yeah. take some of that back to, to love for wrestling? Is there anyone uh, or any particular people that you have spoken to about that yeah you know what and i'm i'm very very lucky for a lot of them um the canadian wrestling community rocks man and uh i've reached out to a lot but it's pretty cool how many people had actually gone out of their way and and reached out to us even just with kind words and stuff like that man um so this uh this week actually for the first time i was lucky enough to connect with sebastian with smash wrestling obviously they've got the event going on at the rec room on the 25th as well two of next month um so getting to connect with him was awesome shane hawk again i brought up the iws earlier shane's been nothing but a, a wonderful human being yeah. um and then a huge shout out to cobra kai with uh wrestlecore again if you guys have the opportunity to check them out on uh on IWTV, I would highly suggest it because not only is it great wrestling, um, selfishly, a lot of the people that work for Love Pro Wrestling are out there as well too, but just such a unique, unique sort of uh, vibe to them. Like their next show, I believe, is June 9th and they're doing it as a Wizard of Oz themed show and they go full in for it. So um, I'd suggest checking them out, but uh, on that end, Cobra Kai has been huge. And then Max, who uh, actually started running after we did, but with uh, Boom Pro Wrestling out of BC as well, too, would be uh, another individual I'd throw in there. And then Max or uh, uh, Devin with Winnipeg Pro Wrestling. They're sort of the people I'd really point to. Joel, do you have any more wrestling questions for Spencer before I completely I change topics? That's fine. You, you'll be fine to do that. I, I want Spencer real quick for people who are maybe looking for love wrestling, um, specifically love pro wrestling. Can you shout out some of the talent who may have appeared on televised programming? I know some have been on AEW Dark or Dark Elevation. Uh, shout out some of the people who have been on the show uh, that they maybe they've seen on TV. 
You know, Joel, it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I should probably pull a list up. There's been so many, and I hope that doesn't sound dickish, but that's just rad for me to be able to say. Um, MRB, Michael Richard Blaze, Jack Pride, and Stephen Crow. Mojabari as well took part in a match with Omos. Um, all four of them were on the Monday Night Raw here in Edmonton in September. Uh, Michael's appeared for WWE a number of times. He wrestled against DIY. He's wrestled today with Tommy uh, slash Kenta. Uh, he was actually one of the guys who took on Braun Strowman as one of the four guys, I believe it was. Um, so you've seen him a ton. Zoe Saggers, our current grand champion. She was on AEW Dark. Between her, Taryn from Accounting, Sebastian Wolf, Mo Jabari, uh, Taylor Rising. Um, holy crap. Again, this is a really cool problem to have. Jody Threats appeared for us a number of times. You can find her on Impact currently. Uh, Giselle Shaw appeared for us. Chelsea Green's on WWE right now. Willow Nightingale signed a month after she appeared for us. Uh, Rachel Ellering's been up here as uh, uh, a, a guest. Is that the way to put it? I hate the phrase talent. That just, it sounds so human capital. You know what I mean? But like um, Rachel's been up here. Uh, Nicole Matthews was uh, the challenger for Jade Cargill when uh, AEW was here in Winnipeg. So, yeah, we're, we're really, really proud. And it's pretty cool, like I said earlier, to have had the opportunity to work with so many people that um, have been on TV prior to coming here. But it's really cool to me how many have appeared on TV since we've started up. That's, uh, again, I, I'm trying not to be cheesy with it, but like it's, it's heartwarming to see the hard work that these people put in on like a firsthand basis and to see the results paying off just means, means a lot to me. That's one of the most rewarding parts of it. And then that's really what I wanted to get out of you is that you've had a lot of, of talent come through and a lot of them see a lot of success. Uh, and, and it helps when you're on, you know, a successful platform and you get to, you know, cross, cross pollinate in a way and promote when your talent uh, does well as well. So yeah, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Jeremy, go, go off the rails. Will you? Let me, it's I'm totally off the rails. Uh, yeah. Let me ask the question that, you know, I have to ask because we're, we're, we're all hockey fans here, Spencer, who do you got in the, in the finals? Who's going to win out of the final four? <sighs> I, I really want to see Florida just cause it's funny. But I have yeah. no other way to put it. <laughs> but, like, the best way I can put it is, like, I've always had, like, the Pokemon gym leader theory of, like, if we're going to lose to anybody, then they better win it all. So I'm selfishly somewhat cheering for Vegas because if they're going to eliminate the Oilers, and, yeah, I'm still mad about it, but if they're <laughs> going to eliminate us, I at least want to lose to the best team. Like, that was sort of the the nice silver lining as far as last year goes. Like, if we're going to lose to Colorado – I know, I know, I'm, I, I ain't begrudging. Uh, but if we're going to lose to Colorado, at least we're going to lose to the team that wins the cup. Like, then I can at least tweet out a couple of times this summer at my Leafs and Flames fans, friends, like, at least we're the second best team in the league. And I don't think it works leave, like that. Leave, and then leave Twitter for the rest of the day. No, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> like, that's, that is exactly how it works. I think that's in uh, the Geneva Convention. <laughs> Florida would be hilarious in that they won the president's trophy last year, didn't look great in the playoffs, got into this year and everyone expected them to just get destroyed by the record setting Bruins came back down three, one, one game seven, and then winning the whole thing would be just, you know, yeah, I don't think anybody would expect that. Well, and I'm kind of cheering for Florida because like, man, every time I think that I'm starting to like Toronto because goddamn, they're a fun hockey team to watch, but like, 
every time I start to think I'm liking them, a video like that, we want Florida comes out. And uh, just uh, like, what else can you say to it? It was like, well, when you get what you ask for, don't be upset when you get seconds. Uh, I don't want uh, Vegas to win. Vegas, I don't like their fans. I don't like their Twitter account. I don't like anything about I, I The only reason I would be cheering for Vegas is uh, moral victory for the Oilers. <laughs> <laughs> some, some small moral victory for my beloved Edmonton Oilers. Also, think of all the places you could see the Stanley Cup if it's in Vegas. They'll just move it all up and down the strip. Different hotel every single day. It'll be great. That's huge tourism dollars because that's basically who comes to watch the Vegas night. Uh, true. <laughs> true. You ain't wrong there as well. Vegas Golden Knights Spencer. owned by Booster Juice co-founder. There's a fun one for you. So you can always bring it back to Edmonton, Albert. <laughs> Spencer, thank you for joining us today, buddy. Really you appreciate it. It's good guys. to see you again. It's good to Man. catch up with you. I have missed you. We've got to. Uh, I've got to make more of an effort. I should even say to hop uh, hop into your guys' DMs a little bit more. It's always We're good. Busy. To see you. You're busy. always We're all busy. Busy, busy all but busy. I can make. Uh, I can. I can make more of an effort on that, and I'll send you that video of the brain buster because it's Please still. Do. It's still funny. My cell is awful, but like hilariously awful. I'm pretty proud of it. You know, I, uh, Did you know I it think, was gonna uh, be? I take a lot of pride in that. Um, Did you know it was no. gonna be a brain buster? Because he said just tuck I, your chin and he. It could just have been a regular I, the, suplex. The only reason I sort of assumed is like that's been his finisher for years and years and years. So sort of could have taken a guess, but like sort of expected it to be like a nice little tee-hee where it's like, oh, I've got Spencer. Ah, there you go. <laughs> and then it was, oh, I got Spencer. And there you go. So a little bit of a different Spencer. story than I was expecting. <laughs> you Let everyone away. know. Yeah. Let them know the upcoming show yeah. for, uh, for Love Pro Wrestling and everything else that's going on out there. Yeah, so May 25th, the last Thursday of the month, we are at the Rec Room for the first half of back-to-back -back nights. We're running shows in conjunction with the Clandestine Wrestling Society. So a lot of people getting in for their first matches, trying new stuff. It's an inexpensive ticket, just 10 bucks a head. Come and check out the future of pro wrestling. And then on Friday nights, the last Friday of every month here at the Rec Room, South Edmonton Common, Love Pro Wrestling. This is our 15th event uh, in canon, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, vulgar display of Powerbomb. It's a tribute to Pantera. We love to tying in sort of pop culture, punk rock, heavy metal into everything that we can. Uh, I've got to send you guys both our branding for next show because you guys will pop for it for a number of reasons. Um, but uh, that takes place on Friday. There are limited tickets still available. We would hazard a guess that there won't be any available at the door. 11 of our last 12 events have sold out in advance. And I was very frustrated that we had like six tickets at the door for the one we didn't. But you got to be honest. So we will likely sell out in advance. So if you want to check those out, you can head right to Eventbrite, check out Love Wrestling, or if you want to follow us everywhere, wherever podcasts are played, videos are viewed, or awesome contents created by awesome people, you can find us at Love Wrestling CA. Spenny, thank you so much. It was Guys, thank you. It was good you to month. see you. I'll gonna... see you next month. Oh my God, that's awesome to say. Very Especially much. since I saw you like two months ago. It's not like, hey, I saw you at SummerSlam 2021 last. <laughs> we shared a hotel room at the Embassy Suites and on this off the strip. Yeah. I still like it often comes up speaking of Vegas. They're like, so what'd you guys do when you got to Vegas? Us three grown men spent a Friday night in Vegas watching CM Punk return. That's right. <laughs> and went and sang karaoke with Nick Gage. 
Oh, that was that's right. That was a that was a heck of a Friday. It was a heck of a Friday. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ask uh, you should message Rick Yacino and ask him how my voice was sounding the uh, the Sunday after. I sounded like I Batman ate a pack of cigarettes. It was terrible. I felt bad because I uh, I had to ditch you guys to go get with Andrew Zarian, who was just on the show, who had a ticket for me for the event. Uh, and as as you and JPJ were doing a live stream, running down the card, I'm just sitting there on my phone earlier in the day, looking at a ticket master, just no selling. <laughs> people, people on the show was like, "Is that is that Joel?" And I'm just like, "Oh, thirty five dollars for a floor seat." <laughs> one of these days, one of these days we'll be back, and this time I'll remember that you can drink for free at the uh, video roulette machines because I didn't remember that on the Friday night and it hurt my wallet. <laughs> we'll go back to vegas after we visit toronto i'm looking forward to seeing you spencer thank you you too thank you guys take care have a good rest of the day lots Thanks, of love buddy. to you